Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget. On San Francisco to get to the quarterback here. Prescott takes off running the football. Whoa, I don't think this is going to work out. It will. They'll be able to clock this. They were planned for it. Four. Down, down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the official gets in the way. The game's oh over. Gosh. The game is over. Oh, he did. Oh, they're going to look at this. It's, it's going to be over because the umpire has to touch the ball. Of course, that's ridiculous for a game to end like that, Jim. Wow, I am livid if I'm a Cowboy fan and if I'm a Niner fan. That's the fan. end of the game. The yeah. game is over. The game is over, and San Francisco survives and advances. You called it. It was risky. They Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the 49 Fearful UK Show. I'm joined once again by Naji Kura. Hello. Gareth Ellis. Hello. And Paul Hope. Good evening, everybody. Hopefully you all enjoyed that um, short highlight from last night's game. I think mm -hmm. the most telling piece about it was the cheers after the referee had said the game was <laughs> over. It was, yeah. once again, like a 49ers home game. We absolutely dominated on foot count there. And uh, I'd just like to say a, a big thank you to Ali Reid, who represented the group while he was out in Dallas, and he did an absolutely fantastic job. You really did, yeah. That was awesome. Bringing the flag everywhere. Thank you very much, Ali. That's really cool for you to do that. And um, I'm, I'm sure you enjoyed the game. What a game. <laughs> we did get his permission, didn't we, Lee, before we started spamming the internet with his picture with our glorious flag. So we did. cheers yeah. for that, Ali. <laughs> we did. And I'm well sure done. we did enjoy the game. I, I think we all enjoyed the game, but it was the, the typical <laughs> to, to type of game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we've, we've been saying it. It's a roller coaster. And oh, that's what last just... night was yet again. Um, I mean, we didn't play football, so let, let's face it. If it's not a roller coaster game, then something's gone wrong somewhere um so i mean I, I was happy with the roller coaster game um i don't know i, I, I probably wouldn't have been happy had we not won the game but we yeah, did win the game yeah. and i think that that gives you that little bit extra impetus to enjoy at the end uh, but yeah i mean what what a crazy game oh yeah uh well i mean it's the playoffs isn't it but i mean i don't think i can recall something with an ending quite like that and it wasn't particularly pretty um you know compared to the rams game last week where it was all performance and great plays and defense and touchdowns and comebacks here was just a bunch of penalties and head scratching calls and oh, i mean I'll take it, as you said. I think I think the great part of the roller coaster is to come off of it alive, isn't it? Otherwise, yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not as much fun as it's supposed to be. But yeah, I mean, we're gonna talk about it. All that matters is uh, we're through, um, and we're gonna go and play Green Bay next week. This week. So you mentioned some head scratching um, coaching decisions. Yeah. Is that on both sides, or is that yeah, just I on think... the Cowboys' side? No, I think it's on both sides. Uh, there's a couple of fourth down I thought we should have gone for. Um, I thought our, you know, our QB sneak was, um, you know, the, the play was good. It's just after taking a timeout, it's a bit of a head scratcher when you have a false start on a on on <laughs> what is basically the game there and there, especially by somebody like I'm going to put this one on Jimmy because I think Trey Williams was just kind of. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's well, a, yeah, a, a you, few plays. You, yeah, you've got to put it on Jimmy because Jimmy was the one that yeah. was um, calling the ball, hiking calling the, the ball. ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, but to be fair to him, I mean, we are talking about a split second difference there. You, you could see he, he did get set, but he hadn't been set for long enough. Yeah, when, yeah, that's it. Yeah. But, You'd, you'd imagine they, they would have rubbed that play in practice, and I think the emphasis is... I mean, he's the quarterback. He's the guy that sets everybody before the snaps. Yeah, to, to be honest... But I, also, I don't know if Trent was a bit 
tired at that point or whatever, but it didn't really get said really fast, did he? And yeah, it might be that, part I of think the, the, the adrenaline was probably uh, pumping there. Yeah, and yeah. I think it was the excitement because obviously, how do we get in that uh, first down there? That was it, game over. Also, I will say this now I reckon this play we might say again, uh, except Trent will not. Uh, be staying there doing nothing and it'll be running around and to score a touchdown at some point down the line. I hope no opponent from us is reading this because um, but I reckon this is one that could be a easily a fake touchdown to uh, to Trent Williams. That'll it's, be interesting. I'll keep my eye open for that. I mean, I, I can't talk about players because as Gareth quite rightly pointed out in our group chat, um, I, I mentioned back in the Seahawks game after we had the fake punt run on us that that'll never ever happen again for the rest of the season. Well, I mean, we, <laughs> we only, you only got let down by uh, the one and only name that we shall not be mentioning. I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. Let's, yeah, let's, let's put this yeah. guy's name. I, in, I think we should start calling Voldemort. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. He that shall not be named. Um, it, that's the only the, that was the only way that was going to happen wasn't it <laughs> it's just like oh get him off the team if to we, be fair if we cut think... him now does he and we win the Super Bowl does he get a ring he will do he, oh, yeah, yeah. you have to play a percentage of the games and he's already done that uh, to, and to be honest I mean he, he did contribute he did he did at parts of the season um, a slow start and then he started causing turnovers we be the Cowboys. Let's talk about the game. Back to the game. Then. So, what, <laughs> what, what did you make of the game, Gareth? Yeah, crazy roller coaster. It's never easy, is it? I think yeah. uh, you you put it in the game thread where I think it was half time. We're sixteen three up, and you're like, I'm more nervous than I would be no. if we were sixteen yeah. three down. Yeah, and I think that yeah that that shared me that I shared that. Um, and it was it was that two scores. You think, oh, we're up with twenty three ten. It's easy. And then you're like, well, it's two touchdowns, two two pointers, um, and we're we're behind. We we never we never look comfortable. I think we only we only really drove the ball once that first possession. After that, almost everything we were getting was kind of garbage yards. You know, moving from our ten to our forty and punting it, and and that was where our yardage seemed to come from. And we had one play in the second half, Debo's touchdown from a short field, from a great interception from K1 Williams. Overall, I think it was, uh, I'm very happy to have won, but I'm I'm, I'm going to say it, the Cowboys lost that game far more than we won it. Uh, I, I completely in, agree 100% there. Well, I actually, um, I disagree. Well, kind of. Partly. Go on, disagree. Partly. It's interesting. No, I disagree because I I thought we were the better team and we deserved to win that game. And the only yes. thing that, that kept uh, that kept the Cowboys in that game is that we, for the first time that I can remember anyway, we've managed to win a game with Bad Jimmy, which is kind of an odd off. Because I genuinely think, apart from as you said, the first drive and and a couple of throws here and there. Um, I think this was a bad Jimmy experience. Oh, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you there because I, I thought he was fairly clutch when passing on third down. He, no. he was six of nine. He went for 69 yards. He had some yeah, really good throws on third down. Even but Jimmy knows how to do that every now and again. It's just, it, it, it was the typical blueprint by Jimmy game. And had we lost it, um, I think I think that would be the, the, the talking point. Don't you agree, Paul? Yeah, totally. I mean, obviously, and it would have been Jimmy's fault that we lost there. <laughs> but, I yeah. think before we go down that rabbit hole, gentlemen, we do need to get in. Victory Monday, just beating <laughs> the Cowboys in the playoffs. Come on. let's. Um, to be fair, Lee, Tracy watched last night, and I know she's going to listen to the show, and she got off the roller coaster, Nadji, when Jimmy threw the interception, and I think Lee heard me from his sofa because I couldn't keep it in. And I am a big Jimmy fan. But when he threw that interception, uh, that's when, for me, I was like, oh, it looked like you said Dallas were coming back. He missed Ayuk wide open. That's, that's the one that yeah. point, me the most. 20, 23-7. And she sat next to me and she's like, oh, it's all right, this is a winning. The game day thread's going well, isn't it? I'd she been invited know. to do a live YouTube watching the game reaction. And I said to Tracy last night, I don't know if I want anyone seeing this because normally it's a roller coaster. And at twenty-three seven up, I'm thinking I should have jumped on that. Would have been all right. 
And then, like you said, Najee, it started creeping in and you have that sinking feeling, don't you? But trying to remain positive. I agree with Lee. I think Jimmy was pretty clutch on those third downs. We were calling it on the game day thread, Lee. Jimmy third down, we were calling him. Yeah. But I kind of want to agree with Najee because it was the Jimmy G experience. It was the good Jimmy. It was the bad Jimmy. We said in the um, preview show, we wanted a better first half from Jimmy Najee. And we got a better yeah. first half because we went in 16 yeah, 3 up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and but, but, like, but, like you said, it's. I don't know. But man, I was. How... I was. I had flashback. I had horrible flashback of the Tennessee game where we were dominating and we were too, basically too scoring. You know, it was it was 13 to nothing and they had the ball and they scored a touchdown. You know, we should have been 21 up and that game should have been over there and then. Except. Yeah. The it frustrating thing for me and with the, the QB sneak, though, sorry there, Nadji, he's missed out. I knew Lee was going to go wrong when they said on the broadcast, we've done 25 for 25, and they see a list and the game's over, and then they started messing about, and I thought... They did get it. He did yeah, get yeah. it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, the flag came out, and that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's, it's little things like that, Nadji, that, like you said, I kind of, when the game finished, which I'm sure we'll get to how it finished, because I've never seen an NFL game finish like that, and I was like, oh. what's going on? What's going on? But we got the look of the draw, which we've not had quite a bit in the season. And we've won and move yeah. on to Green Bay. Yeah, so I think, I think you're right there, Paul, because I'm, I'm going to clarify some of the things I've, I've said. So I don't think Jimmy had a great game, but I think in, in parts of the game, he was good. He, he, he was good to above average good. Like I said, on the third downs, I thought it was great. On the interception, I thought that was absolutely lousy. Um, the, the overthrows were absolutely disgraceful for a, for a quarterback that uh, you'd expect to do better than that. Just but standard, I, I think but, going, going yeah. back to the whole halftime post about I feel more nervous now had nothing to do with the score. It was because we all knew what was going to come. We mm-hmm. all knew that there's going to be a moment in that second half where bad Jimmy came out. And mm-hmm. did something. The impact of which we didn't know, which is why we were all nervous about it. Now, I'll disagree with you again about um, the Cowboys could have won that game. Because I think the Cowboys could have won that game. I'm not saying that they were the better team. I believe we were the better team. And the turning yeah, point said, yeah. yeah. And the turning point came when we lost both Bosa and Warner. Because yeah, you could see that there was a distinct um, momentum shift there because they were able to attack us a bit more freely than what they had been doing. But yeah. I, I do honestly believe that the Cowboys, they had the chance there. They could have beaten us last night. And but, I think it was down my, to a pretty bad coaching and a ridiculous decision my, <laughs> to, my to call point, a quarterback oh, draw yeah. play on the on the final play of the game. That's, that's insane to me. But uh, we'll get back to that because obviously that's a big moment of the game. But uh, I, the only reason the Cowboys were in that game is because of us. They, they, there was no way they could have got there. Yeah, I agree if, with that. If, yeah. if the little things. And that's why we were the better team. If Jimmy hits Ayuk on that third down or whatever, not that big play, overthrows him again. Just, it's, just flat. It's, it's just rinse and repeat with him. He's done it to Juice twice. I'm sure he's done it to Debo once. I'm sure he's done it to Kittle a couple of times. It's just like you cannot, you cannot. Like the pick is, it's it's on the move. Or it, it, that's what he does, and we know it. And it's horrible, but you know, it's not it's not the easy thing to do. But that, he's he's so wide open. I just that's just bonkers yeah. to me. And if he hits it, I walks in the end zone, and it's thirty to seven at that point, and it's like. What ten minutes to go in the fourth? Game is essentially over, and then on the, oh, it's just at the worst time ever, every time. Um, and that's why that's why to me it's bad, Jimmy. It's, be, it's not so much because he misses a throw and he throws picks, and it's because he does it at the worst possible time in the game every time. I, I just I just can't understand how and why it happened. It's just and it is part of the roller coaster experience, obviously. Um, and I think that's the reason we're, we're not going to have him next year, despite what people might have said after the Rams game. It's because if you can eliminate this roller coaster nonsense that we have to go through and have consistency, even if it's slightly less good for a while with Trey, it, it'll be so much easier to manage game and momentum and all that. So, so because... just to be fair, I don't think it's his performance is the reason why we won't have him next season. It's his cap hit. 
that, yeah. that, that is that is yeah well yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's the cap hit but... yeah if he wasn't costing us so much we'd stick him as a backup quarterback because he is he would be a very very good backup quarterback because you know you yeah. can win with Jimmy but yeah, I think it's sure. the cap hit is the reason that we won't have him but as you said things like that that, that kind of nails on his future as a 49er mm. you, you know it's not going to happen yeah because um, it just sends you flashback as I said I, I got flashback from the Tennessee game but you could have pointed at you know the two Seahawks game or you know 2018 2019 20, I mean like he's done it Super Bowl yeah exactly he's that's the frustration with him Nadji yeah. like you said that's a frustration we've all got friends who support other teams and when Jimmy's looking clutch in the last few weeks in those two minute drives four minute drives he's looked clutch and then you see Bad Jimmy last night when he threw that interception, Nadji. Up until that point, I had friends saying, why, why are you getting rid of him? Why have you mortgaged the future? And I was like, Lee, I thought something's going to happen here. It's, there's, there's that feeling, and we do get spoiled in the UK, because I'm sure a majority of us, you've either seen the highlights or you watch the game. Josh Allen had a perfect game. You know, Tom Brady came out against the Eagles. Wasn't magnificent, because that was the worst game of the weekend. But... He did what was expected. And like you said, Nancy, we have flashbacks. We are a good team. Obviously, I want to talk about the defense because yeah, that's, that's they were so awesome. And they held the highest score in NFL offense to 17 points without all pro Fred. The well, I mean, without Bosa, you know, let's, and, let's let's put a damper on his best offense. They played Washington and Eagles and the Giants and yeah. Panthers. And oh, I'm just going best. off the stats, mate. Right, I, know I know what you're saying, know, you know, and it makes us uh, sound better, doesn't it? Because to be fair, does, actually, does, does, I did want to ask yeah, you something before Lee and Gareth jump in. What did you think of that call on fourth and eleven when he just sent the house? And I don't think anyone was expecting Ryan's to send the house. Do you remember which yeah. one I'm on about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one where Jimmy Ward almost fell on one knee and didn't tackle Dark Prescott. <laughs> yeah, I remember that play. Um, no, it's a good. Uh, Demico Ryan's is awesome, uh, and he's getting better and better and better. Although that last drive, um, I was I wanted to slap him around. So, what are you doing? Letting them complete passes like this? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Let's talk. Let's talk. You know, let's start at the front. I think. Once again, the D line, and and we can talk about Bosa. Well, I I think he has a sense to clear the concussion problem. He, he looked all right on the sideline. He didn't look too bad. It's, but yeah, Gareth, what do you think of the our D line? Armstead, Omenihu, great games again. Huge. Our defense kept us in that game by. We we didn't look like we were going to score more than twenty three, and Dallas has, has scored what thirty one average, I think, this season. And and at home, obviously, there was a huge amount of them shooting themselves in the foot, which was immensely entertaining to watch. The, They've you know, been shooting TVs as well. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, a, a, a defensive uh, uh, performance that I thought were, were, was fantastic. Everyone on the D-line uh, uh, got about their job. Uh, and we're rushing four against five upper, uh, you know, upper half uh, offensive line uh, and just gave Dak Prescott a huge amount of problems. I mean, he had a terrible game. He was completely, what, 55% of his passes or something? Yeah. If he would have had the game Dak would have been in, uh, uh, the game that Dak had, then people would be saying, bin him straight away. He ain't worth 40 million. And to be honest, I don't think Dak is anything other than a marginally above average quarterback that they've overpaid for. Um, same with Khalil Elliott being a marginally over average running back. That they pay fifteen million quid or dollars a year. But anyway, I'm going off topic. Um, Ambry Thomas, fantastic. I think Emmanuel yeah. Mosley, fantastic. I think. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to say it. You know, Jimmy Ward didn't perhaps have his best game. Could have had two oh. interceptions. Was was a little bit uh, all over the place. Um, great to see Green Greenlaw back. Um, yeah. Al Shire played, I think, but not many snaps. And Warner back to himself. You know, our, our defense carried that. Uh, because of our, our offense's ability, particularly at the end of the game, to string together a drive. Um, because we didn't in the second half. We didn't drive the ball at all. And I think, unfortunately, that, that comes back to that great big Jimmy limitation, that as soon as we begin to lose that bit of composure, we're stuck with a with a very good run game, but you don't trust Jimmy to throw. When, when they were 23-17 up, we had the ball. Other teams, you know, a team like Kansas City or, or Green Bay would go out and score, put the game mm. to bed. We, didn't look like we, we looked like we were milking the clock from about six minutes left. Let's see how many run plays we can string together. 
um, and because we're not attempting to drive down the field. We're just attempting to run the clock. Um, Anyway, I've moved off the defence to what I wanted to say about Jimmy's. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. But there's 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 nothing really more I, I can say about that defensive performance. Every every single man, uh, sorry, Josh Norman, not in count, counting you, um, I think had a, had a fantastic game. Um, corralled their their run game, their uh, run game and the rush game and the receiving game. And yeah, yeah over to Paul because I can't speak this evening for some reason. Oh bless you. Well, lived to be honest, I'm too excited. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you've lost your voice, Gareth. One of the things I want to jump upon, you you say about Thomas, this might be a backhanded compliment about Trey Lance. Isn't it weird how we've let them coach the kid up? Because when he first played and he looked terrible, and now we're all sat here like, Thomas is brilliant. 55 coverage snaps he played yesterday. Only two catches allowed. Mm. I have a friend who bets on the NFL, and he was absolutely fuming. Because I think he had C.D. Lamb to get 60 yards, and he thought that would be done in the first quarter. You know, um, we joked on the show, Nadji, about Elliot not getting many yards. I mean, the Cowboys themselves only got 77 rush yards. So, like yeah. you said, tongue-in-cheek, they came in thinking they've got this much-vaunted defence. The only thing I'll say about that last 40 seconds, I had a flashback to the Green Bay game earlier in the <laughs> season when yeah. Rodgers marched down the field. And like you said, Nadji, when they went to that weird prevent-style defence, and I was like, why are they just letting them get big chunks and then yeah. when Prescott took off, I mean, like you said, Gareth, £40 million a year for a quarterback, that one. That's didn't know where he was on the field. And plus, didn't know the rules. And, well, kind That's of. Fun. You wouldn't see Aaron Rodgers do something yeah. like that, or Mahomes, or Josh Allen. No, but... because Aaron Rodgers would tell his coach not to do that. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah. Worked in yeah. our favour. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, it's not his fault. He's running full speed, and it's, there's no way you can keep track of every second and where you are and where's the ref. And all. Like, the guy's playing oh, the next fun, player fun, as fast fundamentally, as possible. He was the ball carrier. He, he got brought down, and he handed the ball to his centre not the mm-hmm. closest ref. That's entirely on Dak. I actually yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, agree. That is. That Grant, is. I, I agree. And, and the offensive line and Dak is in his way. I thought the ref did absolutely everything he could to assist them getting that playoff. And that's entirely, to me, on Dak. Because Dak should have stood up, tossed the ball to the closest ref uh, and, and had the guys ready. And he, and he wasn't. So that's, yeah. that's on him. A bizarre play call. Yes, which was. But I think even the ref were a bit surprised about the draw. They weren't expecting it, and that's why it was oh, yeah. <laughs> so far away from. I mean, I think I think this is the kind of play you lose your job if if I'm the if, owner if of the yeah, Cowboys. What do you say? If so I'm the owner did... of the Cowboys, I'll just fire my coffee. Right? Yeah, just, well, he's talk of that. Yeah. Well, my friend who's a Cowboys fan Lee texted me last night and said this talk about if McCarthy loses this one badly then Dan Quinn could take over because there's quite a few oh, openings. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, one thing I want to say, Nadji, and I'm include you in this, it's a positive stroke negative. As bad as Jimmy was last night, Lee, I thought everybody roared with him quite well, even on the game day thread. We were behind our team. There was, what, 2,500 comments on the game day thread last yeah, night? Yeah, 2,500. And like you said, Nadji, it frustrates us, but while he's out there as QB1 and while the team are winning... I thought it was quite good last night that, like you said, Lee, it was just, <laughs> I was like you, mate. There was no way I could go to sleep. And I had to get up early this morning to do a school run. But there's a parent who has a Cowboys hat on, and I'd never spoken to him until today because I wasn't sure if he was an NFL fan. And me and Rubes walked in with our gear on, and he was a bit like, yeah, yeah, rest <laughs> up last night. Yeah, and I was like, mate, I'm not going to listen to the refs. All I'm going to say as we move on into the next round, and he just kind of <laughs> shook his head and walked away. And Ruby was like, 49 isn't the best. I was like, that's correct, Ruby. I'll start you well, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, yeah, no, I, I want to talk about Ambry Thomas too, because we, I, I said in a preview that, you know, CD Lamb was very good. <laughs> um, uh, now I look like an idiot because he didn't do anything. But I think that's mostly done on C.D. Lamb and Emmanuel Mosley, who I thought, especially in the first quarter, was a bit kind of like not defending the stick, which annoyed me quite a bit. Um, but he ended up with, you know, leading us in tackle. So I think he, he had a good game overall, and I think he's still adjusting to the speed, kind of. I think, uh, you know, Ambry was kind of excellent. Um, he, again, kind of just better and better, really. 
if if you don't even notice him and nobody gets big chunk catches on him, then it's you know it's even better. He could have had a pick. Um, I think he was too nice to leave it to to Jimmy Ward, who made a fast of himself once again. Um, and then yeah, I just wish um, our defense is awesome. Like, it really is good. I just wish we defend at eleven players rather than ten. It'd be a lot easier. But you know, <laughs> that's my that's my take on 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 our defense. Uh, if only we could have a safety like JC Bates or I don't know some you know <laughs> would be would be incredible. Um, but yeah, let's let's let's, let's talk offense. Um, George Kill was just. Taking a rest for the next game, maybe, hopefully. I'm confused oh, no, 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 there, When you said offense and you didn't say Debo Samuel, sorry, I just well, I mean, got Debo a bit Debo in a bit. I just wanted to talk about George because that's two games in a row where he's not as heavily involved. Obviously, he's involved in, in a running game, we all know that. And, but he's not on the, on, on the score sheet at all in the stats. Uh, what do you make of that, Lee? Do you think he, he's going to have a big game soon, just to remind us who he is? So, so I think we have that many weapons on offense now. Yeah. We don't need to rely on George. Yeah, so yeah. George isn't getting the types of stats that he would normally get, but he is playing the traditional role of a tight end now, which is blocking on runs, and he does it so well. He does he does it so well, and people seem to forget that. And that's what I was looking at. I, th- I think I mentioned it in the game day thread. We were getting down to the final um, five or six minutes in the fourth quarter, and I turned on and said, this will be where we start and see George Kittle come in. Yeah. When we happen to make clutch players get people who who can catch the ball, who who are safe pair of hands, which to be honest, we've got plenty of those now, and I'm going to stick Jawan Jennings up there because I think oh. I think he's been brilliant this season. Um, yeah. I'm a bit concerned that he's a free agent next year because Is he's it? yeah yeah he's out of contract, so he's going to be another person that um, we're going to have oh. to try and lock down. Um, so seventh round pick rookie contract of four years, right? No, I don't think that is right for a seventh round pick. I I checked the um not over the cap, what's the other one? Sport tracker. Right. For 49er free agents and Jim Jennings is listed as one of our free agents. Um that there's quite a few really good players on there. Yeah. Um so it's a it's a bit bit of a concern from that respect because he, he has been really, really good this um this season. Um, you've missed, you've missed, you've not missed Jennings' best play, Lee. When he sat, digs down and told him to stay down. And to be fair, anyone who's met my Tracy knows she's not a violent person. She's little and slight. She was like, "Yes, what a hit that was!" I was like, "Yeah, yeah it was Tracy. Yeah, yeah. What a hit that was!" And she was like, "I'm enjoying this." I so, had to throw that in. I, I did. I did have that in my notes. It was the dr- <laughs> the the dross, the uh, the Ross Dwelly moment. Against uh, Aaron Donald mm. and J1 Jennings had one of those yeah. where he just took the soul out of Diggs. But that goes back to your point, Nadji, about uh, Kettle. Sorry to jump in there. And what Lee said, I was watching Good Morning Football and they were talking about how our culture, you want to play in a Shanahan offense, you're a football player, you're not a Kelsey who's only going to catch touchdowns. You have to block and you have to enjoy it. And if you don't, see you later. And like you said, Lee, Kettle is playing a traditional tight end and he's enjoying it. Jennings doing that block, it just came from nowhere and it set the tone. But great to see. That's all I was going to say, Nadji. Sorry, I cut you off. No, there. that's fine. I think I think that might be a penalty though because it's coming back towards the ball and it's a blindside block. I think he just got away with it. Um, but it I mean, Dallas, I, I, though, wasn't it? yeah, yeah, I love the aggression. <laughs> I love the physicality of it. Um, it. I mean, he's kind of he's young, so he's learning anyway. So I, I don't have a problem with it because he didn't injure him or it's not a nasty hit it's just kind of a it's kind of a good hit but but it's now illegal I mean it would have been legal like five years ago maybe or something like that um, but yeah no John Jennings is turning clutch into on third down and I think that's one of the reasons we don't see George as much because now Jimmy's got uh, just an extra target they can rely on those, those are out route you know those five and out that's on the money and it keeps like slipping a tackle and I think not too long in the future he's probably going to break. I mean, he did break one last week, but I think he's going to break one for a touchdown if he carries on doing now. Um, I'm just on his like, um, over-the-cap contract thing, and he says SFA, which I don't know what that means, but I'm going to guess because he hasn't been in the league too long, he might be restricted free agent and we'll have the right to sign him anyway. So 
I think you'll say. I, uh, I don't see him go. Yes, so he's an exclusive restricted free agent. That's it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So we will have his right uh, before anybody else. But yeah. we'll have to not sign him for anybody else to offer him a contract. So I don't think, with the season he's just having, and if he carries on playing like this, there's no way Kyle doesn't sign him back. It's just, just in, that would be insane. Even if you double his, his salary, it's still peanuts, isn't it? So. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. Well, let, let's talk about the main man then, because um, I, I still don't understand how he's not in conversation for MVP. Um, he's just he's just unreal. Like Debo is just something else. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a player playing his position quite like like him. He can do everything. Gareth, I know you you love him particularly. Um, but I'm definitely buying a jersey now. That's it. Got next one's got to be Debo. I, there's no way. I love Juice, but what's what's not to love about about Debo? Uh, the attitude he set, he sets a tone for that offense, doesn't he? He carries the load. He stands up and says, "We need a touchdown here. Give the ball to me, and I will go and get it." Um, and as soon as that run opened up, he just thought Debo's gone here. He's right in the end zone uh, from 15 yards out or so. Uh, I could see it happening. Um, he's and he's just he's so much fun to watch as well. Uh, the only the only downside to it is we're going to have to pay him. Um, yeah. Eventually, we, we've developed so many good players. How are we going to keep them? And I think we're all going to have to be ready for the fact that one of our, our favoured and top players at some point is going to go. And it's going to be, you know, whether it's someone like we keep both um, outside well, you, and you, or you, you say that, but I, I think that's that's one of the great things to have Trey, right? Because yeah. Trey's under contract for five years on his rookie deal, it, it opens the window to have um, to be able to sign Debo and to be able to sign Bossa and to be able to sign you know all of these players. But yeah, it, yeah it's going to bite us soon. DJ Jones deserves a contract. Yeah. Charles yeah, who has been fantastic. You know, our D line has really come on since halfway in the season. And it, while I don't think it's entirely down to him, that was when he arrived from the Texans, wasn't it? That was sort of end of October trade yeah. deadline sort of yeah. time um you know these these are guys who are probably earning i don't know one two million and and they're clearly more at that five six value and, yeah. and we can't afford to pay everybody so it's it's going to be a tough off season however this season ends um yeah, yeah i mean keeping debo has got to be number one on oh, that. Yeah. he is irreplaceable there isn't another player in the in the league other than maybe george kittle who could do the kind <laughs> yeah. of things that he does that's true. Um, That's true. Um, maybe yeah. Ayuk, Ayuk can could do it, you know, if if he had the chance. But yeah, no, I agree. Um, is your free agent next year? Oh, Debo. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So this is only his third year. Um, right. He was so the first round pick, wasn't year. he? Yeah, he was. No, second round. Second round pick. Second yeah. round. It was the top of the second round. Right. Yeah. I mean, like you said there, Nadji, when he ran in for that touchdown, Gareth, I leapt off the sofa. Tracy was cheering, and I was like, that's my next jersey. And I expected a bit of, uh, you're not getting another jersey, Lee? And she didn't say no. And she had a smile on her face. I was like, right, I'm mentioning it on the pod. It's gone out. My next jersey, everybody, is a Debo Samuel jersey. Yeah, and he was an absolute star last night. Yeah. Like you said, Jennings was great. Ayuk was good. But watching the press conference when he says, after Williams intercepted that ball, and I looked at Kyle, and I said, give it to me. And like you said, Gareth, he's just... Boom, he was aware. And at that point, as a 49er fan, you just thought, this could turn ugly, couldn't it? <laughs> Everything was going our way. But that yeah. wouldn't have been the roller coaster, would it, boys, if we'd had it nice and easy? Indeed. No, we'll save for next week. Yeah, but yeah, we saved the easy game for next week. Yeah, that's it. Lee, what do you think of Debo? I mean, oh, he... MVP, MVP <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, how, that, how many times I... have I said he's different gravy? He's just unbelievable. He's fantastic. But... You agree? I, I, to me, I know Aaron Rodgers is, you know, playing out of his mind, and Tom Brady is playing <laughs> the way he's playing at forty-four and a half years old, which is insane. But you know, to me, the value of MV, you know, most valuable players, if you take him out of the team, what does that do to the rest of the team? Uh, I, I just, I think Debo deserves it. Mm-hmm. You know, we did call are, it a couple of weeks ago on the show. Yeah, we yeah. are biased, but I mean, like it, hey, said, we, first of all. Let's get one thing straight. I think is it's it's all pro Debo. No, not just Debo anymore. So um, 
Ooh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. it is all pro Debo. It is all pro Debo. Yeah. But yeah, I just think, you know, people say, oh, Bosa should have been all pro. And I kind of like, mm, there's only two spots, and I think Garrett and and uh, what really deserved them. But, you, you know, it's, it's just one of them, right? Yeah, but he surely should have been a second team all pro. He was much better than Max Crosby. I don't know. Max Crosby kind of carried the Raiders to the playoffs by himself. So I don't know. I'd, to me, if. And we, if we want to talk about Bosa, the the one thing that is missing from Bosa is is a game wrecking. You know, one game where he takes the game over just by himself. It's just it never really does it. He's good all the time, but he doesn't have that big performance where just by himself and getting like two two or three sack, three and a half sacks or so, like a performance like that. That just you look at the, the highlights and you're like, right, they won the game because they had Bosa. We don't have a single win this season that we can say that about. And I'm not saying if we take him out, we we lose some game instead of winning them. But it's just that one, you know, big flashy, oh, right, yeah, that, that was a Bosa game. That, you know, so mm. th- I think that's why he's not in the votes and that's why he's, you know, number four, number five on the list or whatever, you know, wherever he ends up. But he's, he's close. It just need, I think it just needs to A, carry on, and B, just have that one one game where it just takes over. Do you not think Bosa suffers because he, he is that good and he's just we just couldn't expect it? Like, even when he's sacked... No, because Donald, Donald's the same. Like, you expect him to be that good and yet you, you just watch a game and you're like, wow, he's guy gets triple team and just, he still beats them. So it's just, no, I, I think when it comes to that level, expectation is, you know, you expect all of them to be to be good. No, I have no to respectfully what. disagree with you there, Naji, because every time I watch Aaron Donald, he's not very good. <laughs> but I do only watch him against the Niners. Where, hey, sorry there. <laughs> That's, fair, That's enough. Great, That's fair enough. Yeah. So back to the question about uh, MVP. Completely yeah. agree that Debo should be in the um, the conversation for MVP. At least in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the strange thing is, uh, and this is where I, I'm fairly um, not paranoid, um, skeptical about the whole voting system, whatever happens behind the scenes. So the MVP is for the regular season, but they don't mm-hmm. announce it until the Friday before the Super Bowl and the yeah. NFL honors night. Yeah. And I am convinced they went to see who who their candidate or how good their candidates do during the playoffs. Yeah, so at yeah. the moment, I, I think you're probably looking outside of the quarterbacks. You're looking at Cooper Cup. Once yeah. Cooper Cup gets beaten, knocked out the playoffs tonight by the Cardinals, it'll be Rogers. Yeah, yeah, it'll be Rogers. And then once we beat uh, Green Bay next week, and then beat the Cardinals in the uh, NFC Championship game, it's Debo's. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. I mean, Lama Jackson did get it, and they got beat in the playoffs. So I don't know, but yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. It's very biased, anyway. So I think we need to put out a public service announcement at that, this point, boys, and just make sure everyone's heart rate is sufficiently calmed down, and whether <laughs> yeah. everyone's having a nice chilled evening. Because Lee, I think <laughs> we all went through it last night, mate. Oh, we certainly did go through it. I yeah. screamed the house down again. Um, my Sonanda's girlfriend sleeping over on a, on a wander. I said, look, <laughs> the 49ers are playing tonight. It's going to be a late game, so you might hear us screaming about midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> don't be alarmed. And sure enough, uh, when they got up this morning, they said, uh, yeah, we, we heard you four or five times. <laughs> that's, that's not Is bad. That, oh. yeah, that's I, w- not, I was bad. in the dark house this morning. I woke people up. And when it started to turn bad, and I don't normally get like that, Lee, but as I said at the start of the show, when that interception off Jimmy, that, and I'm one of his biggest fans, and I had my number 10 jersey on, the jersey come off, flung that across the room, put my <laughs> 49ers T-shirt on, like other people in the group have changed, and I was pacing up and down. And oh. You know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. So for the last two games, I've worn my um, Joe Montana jersey, and I'm not normally a superstitious person, but you know what? Spot does really strange things to people. Mm. And I, I'm now at the point where I'm thinking, I daren't not wear me Joe Montana <laughs> Tanner jersey <laughs> because if we do get beat, it'll be because I didn't wear that jersey. Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. crazy as that sounds. Um, so I'm kind of stuck now. I mean, I'm saying I'm stuck now. I, I love me Joe Montana jersey, but I just don't want to change it. Yeah. Well, that's why we moved Trey. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just, you know, staying out of it. I just, <laughs> I just, um, 
I, you know, I know he's on the sideline. I think, you know, and then everything's going to be fine. Um, that's why I went with Trey yesterday because I just, I knew it was, it's a playoff game, so I knew it was going to be a nail-biter regardless. But yeah, that brings me to, uh, I think, you know, we need to give a code word for this competition we're running, uh, which would be the third. And good news, everyone, there'll be two more code words at the very least uh, when we do Packers review and preview uh, all the way around. Um I think I think madness is a good one because the, this ending was just madness. Um, I, I don't know if you guys agree. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 I think it's very fitting, Naji. Very, very fitting. fitting. So, so the third word, uh, just say it again. It's madness. Um, we're three words now. Uh, I don't know if we should repeat them all because otherwise, no, no, we should. Otherwise, it def- defeats the point. Of listening yeah, to everything, exactly. Fast, <laughs> <laughs> so. One but thing yeah, I thought I, I, you might I, have mentioned, Nadji, before you move on, I thought you might have mentioned your boy Juice, because I thought he was great last night, mm-hmm. and I thought the Dallas defense just looked shell-shocked every time he blocked one of them. Because we yeah. said, didn't we, beforehand, that Dallas are a edge-rushing happy team. And I don't think they've seen some blocking like from Juice, from Jennings. And yeah. I just thought, again, like you said, Nadji, he was missed on a couple of occasions when he was wide open. And I just thought he was brilliant last night. So, and he was featured in the Nickelodeon broadcast. I don't know if any of you guys yeah, have saw. So silly. I mean, it's good. Again, the Nickelodeon thing is just like what? I mean, if he gets kids involved in watching football, and and we can get a new set of coaches and people involved in the sport, then it's it's a good thing. There's no two way about it. Um, yeah, no, Juice, Juice. I think Juice is like the original Debo in on on the like slightly lower, you know, skill based kind of thing. It's just he can do everything and he does everything extremely well. He's just different guy, and also he's smart as anything because we all know he went to to Harvard, as they love to mention every time they talk to his name. Um, yeah, you, you know, so like, yeah, I mean, I love Juice. Uh, I, I hope he stays with us until he decides to retire. And uh, I'll, I'll probably buy his jersey as well, because why not? Um, but yeah, I agree. I think the one thing people were saying about Dallas is, you know, they're just bully. They, they beat on bad teams. And every time they had an opponent that kind of took it to them, kind of threw them on the, the, off their, their shoes. And that's why I don't like saying that, oh, the Cowboys lost this because of the penalties. And it's like penalties don't happen if the other team isn't beating you, you know, holdings and stuff like that. It doesn't happen if if you win your matchup. So, yeah, like they just they couldn't handle the physicality, and 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 we were the better team. I just wish we could have just destroyed them, you know, be twenty-one nothing, and and then roll on from there. But obviously, that's not the Niners' experience. So, um, so yeah, let's talk let's talk about the last drive because I think that's the biggest thing to me. Um, obviously, the decision by McCarthy or or whoever called that play, that run play, that quarterback draw is just insane uh, with 14 seconds left and they could have maybe managed it but they were on the 40 and they could have thrown it I, I really don't understand but I want to yeah. talk about the Michael Ryan's defense because I was really worried and then I was like is he just expecting the Hail Mary and, and they're not doing it and that's why they're betting and leaving the sidelines open that was my really that, that was my theory, Lee. I thought, after what happened against the Green Bay game, I yeah. thought Kyle got conservative towards the end. And I think that crept in with Ryans because we were praising Ryans for being quite, you know, on the front foot and he was putting different looks and he was rushing. And like you said, Nancy, that last 40 seconds, like, I was thinking, it's just a Green Bay game and a better quarterback, Lee, takes the shots down the field. And, you know, look at our secondary. We, had, we didn't give up any pass interferences last night. But I'm sure I wasn't the only 49er fan sat at home in the UK thinking, if he shots this ball up there, they're just going to throw a flag, they're going to be on the one-yard line, and we're yeah. just going to be off yeah. the roller coaster. Yeah. So when he took off and ran that, Jay, and then <laughs> when the clock ran down, I don't know what you did, Lee, but I was jumping around that front room. I think that got me in the doghouse again because I couldn't help but cheer. And I was like, yes, the game's over. We'll play great there. And was, then I couldn't go to sleep. Yeah, I, I, was, I was exactly I was, the same. Yeah, I was I was saying it's over, <laughs> just telling them that it was over. But yeah, trying to shout for a TV to to Dallas, which yeah. We've said it before, though, Nadji. Ryan's is in his first year. 
Yeah, and yeah. as much as we've been impressed, and there's a few growing pains, we got away with this one. And again, Lee, I thought the group was quite positive, and I wanted to come on tonight and be positive. We won in the playoffs. It doesn't matter. We've won yeah, that game. That's, that's, yeah, it doesn't matter. You're right. It's 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 finishing with more points, however ugly, however uh, messy. You just you win the game, and that's it. And we did. And look at Victory Monday. Look at the group. Look at the posts. I mean, my non-49er friends have fully embraced my Twitter timeline. I warned them. <laughs> we beat in Dallas in the playoffs. Stay away from the 49er Faithful UK Twitter account and stay away from my personal Twitter account because we're going to enjoy this one. <laughs> and again, I know we're going to do the Green Bay show, but we're heading to that for me. There's, there's no pressure on us. They're the number one seed. We'll talk about that game. Let's just enjoy this one. Victory Monday. We've got the W and I'm fully think, enjoying I think you got a really good point, though. After you know, we need to remember that this is a playoff, and it really doesn't matter how we win. Ultimately, mm-hmm. you know, if if I can remember, obviously I'm French, so I'm going to refer to. But if I can remember '98 when we won the the World Cup, the you know soccer World Cup, and uh, even the last one we won, there's always a game at one point during the competition or the tournament. Or, you know, when it comes to. Uh, elimination style there's always a game that's ugly or that's just nail biting and that's just like the, the one thing and you look back you're like oh wow we could have just it could have just gone so much more wrong on this very moment and i think every winning team that has won a, a, a massive tournament like this has that that one game um and i think that's going to give us quite a lot of confidence and kind of like resolve going into Green Bay because yeah I think if we had blown Dallas maybe we would have gone into Green Bay thinking that was it and we you know we were going to win because we were the better team but at least it keeps us grounded into you know I don't know do you think Gareth it's important to not you know destroy the the Eagles or the Steelers and then keep you grounded into I think there is there is there is that risk that you can come into a, a, a game or after the game and think, oh, these playoff things are, are are easy and not be prepared. I mean, we we have had that was a slog fest. We were, we were punching the Cowboys in the face and they were punching us right back, uh, and and we've had a a tough week at the office. But you're right. I think that there's that belief. We saw that belief kind of ebb away in the in the third and fourth quarters, and and our, our offense tends to retreat back to those simple dependable plays and, and trying to run out the clock. Uh, and, and I should say, I think, you know, Dan Quinn did did a fantastic job. If there's one guy who knows how to knock Kyle Shanahan off his rhythm, it's going to be Dan Quinn. And and for the most part, I think he, he did a, a very good job. While, while I've said the offense was poor um, and, and we tend to look inward at, at our team, you've got to remember there's there's 11 guys on the other side, including some some top players and a very good defensive coach who spent the entire week planning how to make it awkward for us. Uh, and, and they did that. We were just fortunate that our defence made it more awkward for them. Um, and, and we ended up uh, being, I, th- I think, you know, fair winners. We were we were the best side. And, and I would have been particularly upset, I suppose, if we'd lost that because it's yeah. the Cowboys and, and the manner we might might have lost it in. But we didn't. And I think the, the players can take that away. And, and, and you're right. I think we can just go to Green Bay uh, and, and try and be ourselves and and just say, well, we don't care. We'll we'll win. Uh, and Al Rogers is, is not going to look forward to facing that pass rush, even though they've no. got, you know, back to Yari back and, and, and others and, and Green Bay have got fit. You wonder how it how sometimes the buy can work against you. You can just drop sure. off that little bit of focus, whereas a, a, a tough slog road game sets you up for another tough slog road game. Um, and I think we're in a good position to to do that. But yeah, that's that's next week's uh, next yeah. week's show. You've got to look at the the Cowboys on Adji. You know, my friend texted me. He's like, we have twelve and five, but we our season done and the lack of discipline. And I know we sometimes call on Shanahan. I'd rather have Shanahan than McCarthy. And oh, it was nice last night to see some of the penalties and, you know, some of their stupid mistakes with bringing players back. And I just, like you said before on the show, Najee, if you're blaming the referees, you know, each team has calls go for and against them. And I think we saw yeah. that last night. And they were making stupid mistakes. And I suppose whatever sport you play, whatever level of sport, there's got to be um, a level of, 
you know how the referees are going to suddenly call these games. You know, earlier in the season, it was well documented. You throw a high ball up against the 49ers, pass interference is coming out, and we've done well to stamp that out. But it was great to see all the gifts and the memes and all the sad Dallas Cowboys fans. Lee, me and you were quite reserved on Twitter. Some people are trying to goad us, hadn't they, before Sunday's game. Yeah, and yeah. I must admit, fair play to a couple of the Cowboys fans that came on and they congratulated us. We've had a couple who haven't, and 49 on Twitter did the job for me, so it was quite, <laughs> quite good. But uh, fully enjoyed my first Cowboys playoff experience and... I enjoyed Victory Monday, and that's all that counts today, boys. It is. It is. Yeah. Right, guys, we are up to 50 minutes. Oof. That, that's that what happens when, yeah. you, when you beat the Cowboys. Isn't that it? was absolutely flown by, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't feel like 50 minutes. I was, I was just going to make an honourable mention there, I think, again, to Wobby Gold. Yeah. Because we won by six points, and he kicked two 50 yard field goals. He did. And that's true. That's the only thing I want to talk about on special teams because we've just got worse as the season goes on um, <laughs> yeah. and I just have this bad feeling it's going to be a liability that, that costs us in the end but anyway positivity will be yeah, gold yeah gold gold is good gold is gold gold is gold yeah. okay guys thank you very much for joining me tonight pleasure thank you Victory you're Monday. welcome one Fast quick shuffle. announcement before I sign off um, so the deadline for the Super Bowl meetup was last Friday um, I've spoken with the venue. I've basically put a huge deposit down on the uh, the room. That is now secured for us. And I can continue to add people between now and the Super Bowl. If you want to come, you need to get in touch with me direct and pay that um, the, the price per head, which is £25, as soon as possible so I can then pass that on to the venue. Um, the venue holds comfortably 64 people. We currently have 33 confirmed and paid. So we already passed the halfway mark. Uh, and obviously, we don't know who's going to be in the Super Bowl yet. So I'm kind of expecting that if the 49ers get to the Super Bowl, it's going to drum up a lot more interest. Yeah. Um, so just be aware, if you're thinking about doing it, get in touch and let's have a chat. Um, and, and then we'll make sure everything's sorted. Okay, thanks once again to everyone that listens to this show. Please remember to rate us and subscribe on iTunes. Also check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Affair for UK. Until next time, stay safe and go Niners. Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget.